non-fat Thor and Valkyrie join the men in black in the capital of Arizona. But why is it so dark? That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt Attack Formation. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, courtesy of your newest, uh, I don't know, wardrobe uh, peripheral. Oh, man. I got a sweet Star Wars backpack. It is very sweet. I'm slightly jealous. Yeah. I'm looking at it and I thought, hey, he's part of the Rebel Alliance now. It says Rebel Squadron patch on it. It does, actually. Super rad. Hopefully that's, you know, officiate. Well, hopefully if there's ever actually... You know, Star Wars things going down. Yeah. They don't see that and go. Ah, he's part I got of the Rebel Alliance and throw you. I got a. Swing. I got a shout out. I got <laughs> it from my 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 wife uh, for Father's Day, yeah. and it was awesome. Very cool. Who am I today, Matt? Today, everybody, I'm here with Joel Agent J Cunningham. Agent J. I don't know what that stands. for. I think for. J was uh, <laughs> Will Smith's character. Yeah, Agent yeah, J yeah. originally. Yep. I, I think it pretty much does refer to the first letter of there. Yeah, that's what it's been because Agent M yeah. was Molly and right. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. I don't know what the high thing was. You know, the high T, I guess if you're like elevated in the... Yeah, like, yeah. In the, yeah, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that, yeah. Sorry, that, folks. Yeah, sure. we're jumping into the review stuff. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, welcome to the podcast, listeners. Um, Matt and I here doing some reviews of some films that just came out. We're going to be talking about two films, in case yep. you didn't get it from the intro, Men in Black International, as well as X-Men Dark Phoenix. Definitely. So I didn't get a chance to see uh, X-Men. Uh, you did, so you're yep. going to talk about that, but we're both going to take, at the beginning, some time to talk about ex, uh, the Men in Black International. Yeah. But uh, before we get into that, Matt, why don't you give our listeners some ways to get connected to the podcast? Yes, do that. Um, we can do that. <laughs> do that. <laughs> I and shall do that. Basically, you can reach out a number of different ways and get connected. Uh, first one being our website, realreviewmedia.com. Um, and then you can also connect through social media through that channel as well, which would be facebook.com, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Real Review Media, and then youtube.com slash The Real Review. And uh, email us if you would like to drop us a line, ask us questions, yeah. tell us about stuff, whatever. You can do that, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank yep. you, Matt. Totally. It's been a while. We've we've been doing kind of like an every other week thing at the moment. Our <sighs> Lives are just crazy. Lives no? are crazy. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a trip next week, and then I have... San Diego Comic-Con coming up later in the month of July. This is the time which... in the podcast where I start to get a little bitter because I don't get to go to <laughs> Comic-Con. Well, you got the cool backpack, I did, I did get the cool backpack. So, that's, that's my Comic-Con. That's your Comic-Con. <laughs> but I always do my best to keep you updated. I yeah. wish you were there. One year, we'll get you there. The One, whole year. Thing. One year. Uh, but yeah, we, we've been doing a lot, but we're trying to you know, stick at it, yep. do it best, and we love the podcast and enjoying it. But uh, in case you're new to the podcast, you haven't listened to us, uh, maybe it's been a while, whatever, uh, Matt and I like to break things down sort of mm-hmm. on our two different styles. Matt tends to be more of the fan perspective, whereas I tend to be more of the critical sort of analytical perspective. And uh, we put those thoughts and perspectives to give together to give you kind of like the whole picture. So uh, although there's times where, you know, one of us kind of has to cover it, especially like, you know, with X-Men coming up here mm-hmm. and doing the review. Um, but we, we do our best to give you what we think is a real good perspective yeah. you know whatever we watch and um 
yeah, we're on a journey to watch all the films and the movies and to review them as best as we can. <laughs> there's a limited amount of time. Or, you know, we're like The Hobbit, The Unexpected Journey. There you go. I like Except that. for better. Yeah, and less hairy yes. feet, hopefully, at least on my end. Totally. I can't yeah. speak for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's Too get right into reviewing our first film, yeah. Men in Black International. So uh, the synopsis for this one. The men in black have always protected the Earth from the scum of the universe. In this new adventure, they tackled their biggest threat to date, a mole in the men in black organization. Mm. It's like even a minor spoiler there, I guess, a little bit. Right. Uh, director F. Gary Gray stars a number of folks, uh, probably the, the, the most... I don't know, noticeable of uh, Chris Hemsworth as Agent H, Tessa Thompson as Agent M, uh, Rebecca Ferguson as Riza, uh, Emma Thompson as Agent O, and Liam Neeson as Agent uh, High T. Uh, you also have Rafe Spall as Agent C, uh, and Kumal Nanjiani as Pawnee, who yeah. I, I love him uh, on uh, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good one. He's been branching into a lot of different stuff. Um, since then, but you got a lot of other people in there. Those are the sort of the biggest names that are part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, why don't you start us off talking a little bit about this film? Um, this is the most. Let me. How about this? What has been your experience? Because we've we've had a lot Let's of Men in Black content. That's a great question. Yeah. Why don't we start with that? I love the first Men in Black. Okay. And and I to me it's kind of like um, it's just one of those movies that I grew up with a kid as a kid and um and just I I watched it a ton mm-hmm. and it was just funny and it was fun and really cool kind of out there and uh Will Smith's that was really I think other than Independence Day like my intro to him like those yeah. two movies went hand in hand and yeah. um and probably had a lot of similar fun as a kid obviously mm-hmm. that I did with Independence Day as Men in Black also um, it kind of that movie in particular hit at almost just the right time. Right, there was sort of this resurgence at that period of like extraterrestrial, yeah, kind of culture. Weirdly, mm-hmm. um, plus Will Smith was like at the height of his career, right. you know, coming out of Independence Day and other yeah. stuff. And it was just all things sort of came together in yep. like this perfect way. And it was and, a hit. That the, a hit. It was yeah. a hit in box office, and they knew it, so they greenlit a sequel. Yep. And which took a, a little while to get to, if I remember. And I don't, I don't even remember that much of it, to yeah. be honest with you. I didn't care for it that much. I saw yeah. it once in theaters, and then that might have been it. Yeah. Um, third one, I went and see, I remember liking a little better than the third one, mm-hmm. or sorry, than the second one. Yeah. But didn't, again, it didn't reach anywhere near the heights of that first one. Yeah. Um, Jermaine was in the third one. I kind of liked that, mm-hmm. like, bit of it. And there's some cool stuff that had to do with that, but I still wasn't. I don't know. It was just weird for me. I just didn't, I was like, eh, it was not as fun. Yeah. The None second one hit a real low point yeah. in the series for me. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like literally in the theater moments of where they would, the the film would kind of pause for laughter. Yeah. And it would just be like crickets, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how cheesy and stupid it was. Like yeah. it just, I had a really hard time with the second one. It was such a disappointment. Yeah. Considering how much I love the first one. And the interesting thing about the first one is, um, I remember seeing it when I was, uh, it was a summer mm-hmm. vacation for us in school and I was really sick. Yeah. We were on vacation and my, my mom and dad and my sister and I wanted to go see it and we got stuck in the very front row Yeah, and I ended up being like, like getting really sick. Like, no, you're just, too you know, close. the front, yeah, front row. Yeah. And I still really liked the movie and ended up going and seeing it again mm-hmm. because I didn't really feel like I'd given it the fair chance. Um, the second one? Where, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, no, the first one. The first one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the second one was like the exact same experience, but I, you know, normal viewing experience. Yeah. It was like it made me sick just by how bad it was right. almost. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the third one, like you said, was I think better. Yeah. It, it felt better structured, yeah. better overall story, but yeah. it, it, it just wasn't, it didn't It was a little bit more of, the, it was a better emotional story, the third one, but yeah. still didn't, it was still just wasn't, it wasn't the first yeah. one. It had more heart. Yeah. And it was less cheesy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which takes us to Takes us to Men Black International. Yeah. Um, so mediocre. Like this is like the epitome of mediocre, in my mm. opinion. I, I was just like, I don't. I I saw. I I I was went with a friend, got real sleepy towards the end of it. To be honest with you, um, and it was I, I don't. It was forgettable. It yeah. was really forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> and the they failed miserably as a whole when it comes to the humor. Yeah. So many attempts at humor that were that didn't land at all yeah. there. And I was like, they're trying to be funny right now. And then this is not funny. Yeah. What, um, did, what did you like about, how about that? A the little the bit stuff too? that I did like. Um, so if I had to give one character, like the funny, like the funny award, it would be Pawnee, mm-hmm. but only like a third of what he said was funny. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I liked, okay. So I did like a lot of the, there was a lot of visual things that I liked. Um, and there's one line that I've been saying with my friend that I went with, that I've been saying with, you know, nothing but our wits in our series seven deatomizer. Like yeah. that, that's a one line that I like, like yeah. I took from the thing. But other than that, man, I don't, I, I couldn't recall a lot of, I don't, I don't think I could recall a lot of specific details. Yeah. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't yeah. fun. It wasn't funny. I felt like it was shot weird. There was some weird stuff that happened, like, like yeah. it felt like the frame rate changed, like from scene to scene. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, I don't know. It was yeah. weird. It was just a weird experience, and yeah, um, there was like these weird relationships that were trying to be like Men in Black quirky relationships that they did, and yeah, I was like, eh. I think this film to me was. To say a couple positives, yeah. special effects were yeah. very good. Yeah, there's some really cool, especially with the bad guys, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they did a good job with the overall sense of world building. Like yeah. the MIB International, was, yep. it felt very fluid. It didn't feel like they were giving me too much, where yeah. they were trying to like force jam this like, oh, it's a whole international thing down my throat. Um, so I liked that, and I think the acting was fine. Yeah. I, there wasn't anything un, un, unbearable about the acting. Um, but most of my critiques fall very similarly to what you're saying. It felt very much like a case of um, trying to play both sides of the coin. I they, liked Tessa Thompson's character's intro. Yeah. I liked that whole beginning and like her like I, obsession with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to minor spoiler it, but like I liked it up until the point, because this is very obvious, up until the point where she actually joined them, Men in Black. I felt well, like that was- That's in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it, it felt super rushed. Yeah. Like literally go from like, hey, she's working to try and join and then she's there. Yeah. And it wasn't, there's like a huge jump in where her character is as far as like her development right. as a right. men, in, men in Black agent. Yep. And it just kind of is completely not even shown. Yep. And I felt like that was a huge chunk of like how I would have connected with her. Yeah. As a character, because events prior to that, sort of in the intro of the film, like the first act of the film, if you will, were very, very base yep. level, very simple, very like, okay, we're just going to give you like the basic information here. And one of the things that was so cool, not to harken back too much to older stuff, but to the original Men in Black is with Will Smith's character, he, you really got a sense of him like understanding the significance of becoming a Men in Black agent, of the loss that comes with that, of the giving. But for her, it was just like, Nope, done. Yep. Easy, easy, just right in there. Yeah. So you got a little bit of like the struggle that she's going with, but it all felt like stuff that she was doing to herself. Oh, yeah. 
less than like what was happening to her. And so I never connected with Tessa Thompson's character in a very significant way. From then on, it basically basically just becomes a very minor fish out of water type Mm -hmm. story, but never to the point where it really is a detriment to significantly to her character. So again... I don't feel like I'm connecting with her because mm-hmm. they they like wanted to make her this like super intelligent, like super awesome potential future agent. So they never really made her struggle that significant. Mm-hmm. Um, the struggle was actually much more on Chris Hemsworth's side, mm-hmm. and I think because of that, I ended up connecting with this character in a much stronger way. Right. But you never really knew why he was struggling. Right. And they never, as well, if you like really think about it. They never really clarify. They don't clarify why he you was the to, way you're that left he was. To assume why he is the way he is. Exactly. And, and you're like, like, is it because ah. of this thing that happened? Okay, I guess that's why. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so it creates these very blank, simple, like one check story arc. Like they went from here to yeah. there, and it's like I, I want these people to be operating on multiple levels. I mean, the cool thing about Will Smith is that. You know, he's got this almost like father figure in the film and there's like a story arc with that yeah. as well as his abilities and giving up and sacrificing to be what he mm-hmm. is. There's also a minor kind of love angle to <laughs> kind yeah. of minor. Uh, but there's like a lot of cool, like simple story arcs that it's approachable for an adult and for a child. Yeah. This one, it was just like here to here. Um, and I think as well, because the fact that it was more of a, espionage not espionage but kind of like a mystery as far as what's going on with you know who the mole is and why they're there you're you don't really have a sense of like who the main antagonist of the film is you know there's these two characters that are the antagonist but then they're very very minor and they're kind of done away with very quickly Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and you never really relate to them you never really understand where they're coming from in the galaxy where they're right. coming from or really why they're trying they to do I don't think they doing. say a word the entire time. They say like three or four words Did and they? then they have, yeah, they have like a couple weird dance offs, yeah. like well, one in particular. Um, and I think that was the other thing I was going to say of the, the two sides of the coin that it felt like they were trying to have more of a modern approach to the film, but also have some stylistic moments that kind of more harken back to the original with like yeah. the, the awkward close-ups to a person's face. Yeah. And kind of the way the camera would like swoosh by and do like different like flipped on its head mm-hmm. type motions and stuff. And it felt like, hey, look, we're men in black. But it was like, but only kind of, yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. know. So it just really wasn't engaging. It didn't really yeah. feel like I was honestly watching too much of a men in black film except for the production yep. design, exactly. which was good. Production design was good. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know too much more to say, to be honest. What Any other thoughts about the movie, Matt? Nah, I... Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. I wasn't like super hyped up about this movie coming out. And yeah. I don't know a ton of people who were. I, I thought the trailers kind of looked like it would be a fun movie, but I don't even know how much fun I had during the movie, you yeah. know? And so it was a little bit disappointing in that regard. It wasn't even it wasn't even like, let me just shut my brain down and enjoy this movie and shove popcorn yeah. in my face and like laugh, you know? Yeah. It wasn't even that. No, there's a weird, you mentioned this. I, I felt like to me there was a weird sense of editing and pacing. Yeah. There was something things, weird with it. Things would just it... kind of cut oddly. Yeah. And so you felt a little bit like, I don't feel like I can just relax yeah. and just get into this film. It feels like there's some very odd things going yeah, yeah, on yeah. at times. And so, yeah, I wasn't able to personally just relax. Yeah. And I was like on the border, especially with Pawnee of like annoying, stupid. Yeah. And like sometimes funny. And so it kind of like kept me from disengaging because every time 
he would start to say something. Right. I would always think, is this going to be really dumb? Yeah. Or is this going to be kind of funny? None of the none so, of the stuff he said was like particularly like dumb or stupid humor. It just didn't land. Like it was, it was just like eh, it didn't work. Um, and then there was there was a couple though that I laughed out loud. I was like, that yeah. that was good. Yeah. But um, for the most part, no. And I I don't know if I've ever seen such a movie that I felt so just like meh about. <laughs> so yeah. weird. Yeah, I I would agree. It, it was wasn't just a lot terrible. Of meh. It was just no, just meh. a lot of meh. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um. I really didn't need another Men in Black movie either. I felt Nobody like, you did. know, yeah, they, they gave it three shots, one of which was very good, Yeah. two of which were, at best, just okay, and yeah. I, I was kind of done with it. Well, but, yeah, this know. is this is the second worst one, in my opinion. I take, I get, if I were to go, if I were to rank them, i go one, three, this one, and then two. Yeah, I would agree. There was, I, last thing I'll probably say, because we could just beat this dead to, yeah. you know, beat this to a pulp, but... There was a lot of just circumstantial, oh, that worked out because of that yep. type stuff in the script where yeah. things just kind of had to go in a certain direction. And so they would they would line up that way. And there was plenty of times where I'm like, you know, you have these this this many options in front of you. It's like 15 to 20 different options. And yeah. it's very apparent that you're going to take this option because the script demands it. Yeah. You know, there's a like a very simple example of that to me in... Um, there's a chase scene that takes place about halfway through the movie mm-hmm. and Chris Hemsworth's on this like motorcycle alien space mm-hmm. tech thing. And you know, they, they just throw the whole like, you know, Oh, well they can't let alien technology be seen by humans out the window. There's like one minor part where they like try and they flashy that, thing yeah. a few people. And then they're like, like everybody right. else, I guess it's just fine. Don't worry about they, it. Guys. Yeah, Don't worry about it. We'll we explain just, that. In the we got tomorrow. those couple people. Yeah. It's important that yeah. they didn't know, but, and then they like, they like ride down this alleyway and they just happen upon this giant squadron of men in black agents that are just happen to be exactly yeah. where they are. And then which, they have light speed. Yeah. And then they oh, like, sorry, we're totally ruining this. It's right okay. Now. But Spoiler. like, <laughs> you know, you like, you see the building that they're in and the men in black agents are in front of them and they've got like exits behind them. They've yeah. got exits on the side. They've got all these different directions they could go. And they're like, Nope, we're going to go right at them. So we can do light speed and have a dumb joke about whether light speed is a red button or a blue button. Yeah, And it's just, it just everything was like okay, all right. I guess I guess that's what you're gonna do. And well, how you're gonna go? Yep. Yeah. So Matt, what are you gonna give this one? Uh, since it was sub meh, I'm gonna give it a seventy. That's exactly what I'm gonna give it. Are so. you serious? Yeah. We've been on track lately. We've Joel. just been like lining up perfectly. Oh yeah. my gosh. Maybe we've been at this too long, Matt. Maybe our few been, points we, aren't as divergent as we think. Four or five movies have been all the same score, guys. Yeah. Just so if you're if you're keeping track at home. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I would have marked it down into the D zone for sure if yeah. the acting had been worse, if Pawnee had just been and the humor had just been a little like, bit more annoying. Yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't annoyingly bad, but it was on the verge of that. I think if the production design had been worse or the music, right. had been, if one element had just been slightly down, mm-hmm. then it would have hit D for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, 100%. as it is, watch it at home and then forget yeah. about it. It's watch it on, on something, some free streaming thing. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, with that then, let's move into our other movie that you had a chance to see and I did not. Yes. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Let me break that down for you all a little bit, okay? So um, this one is Jean Grey begins to develop incredible powers that corrupt and turn her into a dark phoenix. Now the X-Men will have to decide if the life of a team member is worth more than all of humanity. <laughs> Sounds like a great question. Directed by Simon Kimberg. Uh, a little bit of trivia. The same one who directed the or who wrote The Last Stand, who co-wrote The Last Stand. 
um, who also, which also dealt with the Dark Phoenix saga. Um, and this stars all your favorite people from James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt, <laughs> Sophie Turner, Ty Sheridan, Alexander Shipp, Evan favorite Peters. People. Okay. Um, wow. Another really, okay. So for me, this is another really underwhelming movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you and me are on the same page of this. I think we talked about this. We both enjoyed Apocalypse more than what I think critics gave it credit for. Yeah. Um, it's still hated by many people. Right. But actually, yeah. I relatively liked Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I couldn't tell you exactly why, but I think the people that hated it really just didn't like w- the Apocalypse arc because it didn't match up with like the the comics or something. Yeah. So Or the lore somehow. It Anyways. wasn't a great movie, but it was okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I liked it. But yeah. um, so this movie... Um, deals with the dark Phoenix saga again. And one of the things that Simon Kimberg said is he was like, he was trying to make it more intimate film. And I'm like, the dark Phoenix saga is like an epic saga. Like you can't make it an intimate film. Like, I don't think that works. And it really, really shows. And there's trying to like highlight some of the relationships that are happening. And, um, first, let me say the, the, the trailers give away like all the major set pieces, like all of them are like there's a bit of it in in the all in the trailers like of each major yeah. like action piece. Yeah. The visuals were cool. I really liked that. Um the opening was actually pretty good. Um and then it was just like it was just really kind of slow um and non significant yeah. and <laughs> boring a little bit too. Yeah. And um Again, there are some cool parts, but I don't I don't understand some of the story elements. I don't understand how they connected what happened in Apocalypse to explaining what happened in Dark Phoenix. The antagonist is kind of unclear. Um, I heard that the antagonists were originally supposed to be um scrolls. <laughs> oh jeez. And it kind of was like, oh, I I kind of see how they could have been scrolls at one point in time after watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just so blah and like dark depressing there was no joy in the movie yeah um i felt like there was at least some joy to be had and the the previous two films that had quicksilver in it had a lot of joy especially when it came to his character because he had some of the greatest scenes yeah um he doesn't have a scene you know like in the previous two films like quicksilver has his scene yeah that does not happen in this movie okay which was really disappointing (laughs) and um waiting for it to happen yeah and i'm like And his and the dialogue is really bad, also. Mm-hmm. And he's got like these quippy one-liners that aren't very quippy, and they're kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. and uh, like not even fun cheesy. It was just like, what? I don't know what they were going for here. And I, I think, first of all, this movie was subject to a bunch of reshoots and all that stuff, and um, and like they said, they changed the whole third act and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was they specifically did, but this movie's been the release date's been changed multiple times and yeah. all that stuff just doesn't lead lend to a good movie most of the time. Yeah. Um, and there are exceptions out there, but this one just, it didn't work. And I think it showed a yeah. lot, quite a bit. And the climax of the film was very anticlimactic in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I heard it takes place in like a train yeah. or something. That's what they like, keep what? saying. <laughs> in, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. in the trailers. Yeah. All that. And I'm like, oh, great. So the whole third act, like is it's, there's a large chunk that's in the trailers. And I was like, that's, yeah. So disappointing. I don't want to arbitrarily just pick on one actor, um, <sighs> yeah. but I, I have my own sense of certain characters and who mm-hmm. they and how they do it. It 
not characters, but actors. How do you feel specifically Sophie Turner did? I thought she was fine. Okay. I, I, I've been mixed with her in certain I liked things. her in all the other films. This one, yeah. I thought she was fine as well. I wouldn't say she's bad or... I, yeah. I think she was all right. Yeah, she was good. It's um, more of a, can she carry this character type thing? It's not, is she a bad actress, but right. could she carry this depth I, of... I caught her... Um, I caught her accent on one one line. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh. I don't know if that's her fault necessarily. It's bad editing. They could have probably <laughs> right. overdone that. I was like, that, oh. But, but anyways, I uh, I caught that. But other than, I, I thought all the acting was fine, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I think Jennifer Lawrence is 100% relieved to be done with this series. Um, yeah, even in the, the brief little clips I've seen of her in the role, she mm-hmm. just looks like she's like, I'm just here for the paycheck, which is hard to explain well, why. Yeah, people thought she was phoning in the last, uh, movie, but I didn't think that. Um, but at the same time, uh, James McAvoy is good. There's some really good like moments. Some of the motivations for Nicholas Holt's character for Beast, yeah, was weird. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, uh, Magneto was like his. Some of his stuff was a little weird too. Like some of his like. F- his like flip floppiness of like what side he's on, you know, like I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> There's just a lot of weird motivations in this. And I just, it didn't get it. It was a really disappointing ending. Yeah. And would this have been yeah. a story best told over two films? Do you think that would have helped? I didn't think it to... needed to be told to be honest with you. Yeah. At all. At all. <laughs> um, like they, they brought it to life a little bit with apocalypse at the end, but that's technically not even like the dark Phoenix saga. That was just like to ex- be like, Hey, this is, Gene's powerful. Yeah. And, uh, but this, they, it needed to be done by someone else who didn't have a hand in the last stand. Yeah. Um, and it needed to be done. It could have been done in an arc, mm-hmm. but I think it wouldn't, would have ne- needed to be done right. Like, I have a feeling that this is all going to be rebooted in five to 10 years and Feige's people are going to get it right. That's yeah. just my opinion. I think that's yeah. what's going to happen. And I think that, um, whoever Feige gets to when they, um, when Marvel fully does the X Men you know, mm-hmm. stories, they're going to do a, a Phoenix saga. And there's possible that could be a phase, like mm-hmm. that could be the big bad, you know, down, yeah. the, like down the road, maybe after yeah. the next few phases are done. So definitely the character Phoenix has the power. Right. Yeah. 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 And then they find like, you know, that's the, like she like turns to the evil and then eventually, you know, yeah. five years down the road, they've, they beat, they yeah. beat Phoenix, you know, like, I mean, I remember but, different. I didn't want, I didn't read the comic books, but I do remember watching the cartoon. Right. And, her story arc, you know, was such a big part of the cartoon yeah. during that period. It lasted a long time, you know, too. It lasted a long time. Yeah. And it's like, this could be done in a lot of ways, um, but it seems like they took a bad path. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Really, really disappointing. I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'm flip-flopping on this, too, <laughs> but I think I'm going to give it a uh, 64. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a pretty low one for you this year. Yeah, I, I was, had a lot I was disappointed because I really like all the X Men movies. Mm-hmm. You know, ex- except I, for three, I did not like three. Well, here's the personally. thing, though, I appreciate three in the grand scheme of things because the last few movies retconned it. Yeah, <laughs> like deliberately, yeah. like they got rid of that, you right. know. And I was like, great. Yeah, but I don't know. So yeah. this is just a sour note to end on. That's kind of sad. Yeah. I I haven't watched it yet, as we talked about. You know, I was out of the country, but yeah. I, I'll probably get around to watching it at some yeah. point. Maybe I'll give you personally my my thoughts on it Do a it. bit. But I like what you had to say about Marvel moving in yeah. and taking over the property. I think we'll find out what their plans are in the next little bit here. They've they've said that after the, the release of Spider-Man coming in the beginning of July, we're yeah. going to get their phase four, five, what is it? Five? Uh, phase four. Five, four. Yep. Phase four plans. Which, um, yeah, because hey, Spider Man uh, Far From Home is technically the end of phase three. 
Yes, yes. correct. Yeah, yep. that could involve X Men. Who knows? I mean, it's a whole, whole world. world. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole new world for them, mm-hmm. and they're definitely looking to make use of these properties at probably high acquisition cost. Yeah. So, awesome, Matt. Well, yep. thank you for giving us your thoughts and perspectives on that. We would love to hear additionally uh, any of your thoughts and perspectives here wrapping up the podcast. So if you want to send us any uh, of your input, what you felt about either of these films, Dark Phoenix or Men in Black International, we would love to know what those are. Yep. RealReviewMedia at gmail.com is the place to do that. Uh, additionally, just a reminder, some ways to get connected, RealReviewMedia.com. We always post our episodes up there. Uh, additionally, we've got Facebook.com slash RealReviewMedia where Matt and um, occasionally myself, or mostly Matt, are always posting trailers yeah, and yeah. Uh, different information, news that's coming out about the uh, films that are upcoming. Uh, and then YouTube.com slash RealReview for our vids and videos we also have instagram and twitter which are both at real review media definitely uh, matt any any further thoughts or no that's it. excited for the release of another film Toy Story actually, 4? yes we Yay! actually have a chance to see joel's already seen it yes i did i forgot yes. that you did not get to go i haven't on. seen it yet no worries i'm I, going on friday night so yeah i saw i couldn't talk about it specifically by name at the time but right, i we, think the embargo's yeah, yeah, yeah. up now so um when yeah. i saw the preview for it it was like 75% literally just hand drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that translates. But um, if it's the film that we even saw at that it's stage. It's crushing it on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's, it's it, like 99%. It's a great movie. Yeah. It was one of the biggest shocks to me. <laughs> I because know. My I think it is, is for everybody, to be honest. Yeah. With you. Everybody's like, like, don't touch Toy Story. That's right. like a perfect trilogy. There's nothing to be told <laughs> here. But it's like, actually, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. really good. That's cool. You know? Uh, so cool. Awesome. Well, we will check that out and hopefully be back to you shortly and talk to you about that. So, anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.